1: from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That, 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 that's some interdimensional <laughs> idea. <shit. laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
2: This is only the beginning.
1: Dude,
0: you just
3: blew my mind.
0: Are you
1: ready to get your mind blown? And welcome to Tin Foil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock okay it is the internet i'm sam tripley join me as always my partner in crime the man the myth the legend xavier guerrero what's up what's up xavier man of a thousand locations it's almost (laughs) like you refuse to have the same background anytime on your uh podcast on this podcast where are you You now
0: you gotta keep moving around back in my parents you can't now stay you're again. back. We,
1: what oh, what did, did you get kicked out? And we lost our guest, but that's fine. He'll come back, hopefully. Uh, hey, Xavier, tell us about your podcast.
0: Uh, I'm producing a new show called uh, George Press Stories. It's not really new, but we're up on YouTube now, so you can watch us. You can watch us hanging out, not doing social distancing as of right now. Reason why we can't be at the studio, but it is what it is.
1: I love, I love that your love of coke and ass is uh, overriding your concerns about being back in the studio. You're like, fuck it. I won't come to the studio. I got to do what I got to do. Johnny Woodard, how are you, buddy? I'm great, man. How are you? Johnny, you're doing great. People are talking about the new hot show, Broken Simulation. It is available on on iTunes. It got up to number almost 50 on iTunes, and you can see it on YouTube as well. Just put in Broken Simulation or go to youtube.com backslash uh, the comedy of Sam Tripoli. Oh, no, Sam Tripoli comedy. Excuse me. Sam Tripoli comedy. You can watch it. Uh, Another show should drop very quickly. It is a hard show because Johnny does a great job of adding all these little pictures and stuff like when I fuck up, he really has a great way of uh, really accentuating it and letting everybody know that I mess up. So thank you, John.
2: There's a Patreon to you. And there's a
1: Patreon.
0: And I love the no edits. I honestly love the no edits by Johnny. So keep it that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No edits. No edits. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I I do a lot of edits. He, that, does, that, he does I do a lot. Edits. Edits. i'm
1: only joking he does do a lot and
2: no i mean he's talking about i when i was joking about not editing your editing respect. you out yeah you don't get edited out when you fuck up he leaves it in there i like yeah,
1: it for sure dude for <laughs> sure johnny goes. johnny is going to be the downfall of my respect uh, in true. the
2: community people uh, love it. you don't get what people like hey but anyways it's patreon.com forward slash broken simulation you can get uh early access to the show a bonus show and behind the scenes shit it's cool
1: behind the scenes stuff the, you get the episode quicker, and uh, yeah, just support the show, man. Uh, we're very excited, guys. Uh, if you speaking of Patreon, dude, I am putting up six episodes a week on the Patreon. They're called uh, Daily Doses. It is Patreon.com forward slash Tinfoil Hat. I mean, see this feed. This feed is like Family Guy. They they have to work on the episodes for a while. They're sending stone early. Dude, the Patreon is the daily. What's going on daily, okay? It's kind of like South Park, so it's day-to-day. Today, I had Gino Bisconti on talking about Donald Trump mind games that he's been playing. Uh, So check that out. That's really fun. T-shirts are going. Bandanas are great. And what we're working on right now is getting the... the Rules of the Ronin. You're going to be able to buy those with every T-shirt you get, thrown in for a couple bucks just to cover the handling. And uh, I'm basically going to give those out for free because I want people to uh, have those and love those and put those up so you can follow when you're dealing, dealing with your uh, political discussions with people. Uh, again, you just got to cover the shipping on that, and we'll get it out to you. So uh, what else do we got? Anything else? I think that's it, dude. I think that's it. So, uh, guys, uh, join us today. He, he this gentleman, uh, I met him at our Bakersfield Tinfoil Hat live show. Oh no, real quick, dude. Real quick, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. I got to do this on the show right this again? whole week. I am doing small businesses promotions. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm promoting two small businesses every episode. I think we have to really help our small businesses out. So today, I'm going to be doing two small businesses. Uh, They are close friends of mine, so I want to start with that. And then starting on Wednesday, and then the last show at at the end of the week, which will be the Duncan Trussell Show. Uh, We're doing that on Friday. I'm just informing you guys that. Uh, We're going to be doing it on Friday. I'm going to be giving out two free reads to small businesses, okay? So today's read goes to Damone Landscaping. That's right, Demone Landscaping. They've been serving Phoenix for the last... 30 35 years. It's done by what the closest human being to Buddha we've had in a long time, Mr. Frank. Uh my cousin Frank Damone. Okay. Frankie Damone and his sons are uh uh Joey and Sammy. Uh, and it's a family-owned business. You just gotta go Damone. Landscaping.com. And if you're in Arizona and you want some of the best landscaping, American landscaping done by Americans or people who live in America, just go to DeMone Landscaping. I'm sure a couple of XG's cousins work for them too. <laughs> so, like, bring in people together. So, go to DeMoneLandscaping.com or you can use the code call 602 547 four, four, nine and uh, use the promo code bisexual lizard people with them and you'll, they'll take care of you. Okay. And then the other one is 10th planet Ventura. That's right. 10th planet Ventura by my good friend, Scott Ross. I moved out with Scott to Los Angeles and Scott started taking jujitsu and he got his belt by Eddie Bravo and now he's opening up his own school at 10th Planet Ventura. If you enjoy, uh, you know, jujitsu, comedy, narcolepsy, you can get it all here at 10th Planet Ventura. That's 10th Planet Ventura, V-E-N-T-U-R-A dot com. Uh, He'll take care of you and he'll tell you stories about how awesome I was, the time I tapped Keen Ivy Wayne's, Okay, the time that we were doing a lot of blow, I was doing a lot of blow and he was in the car and we got chased by a Russian tow truck and he slept the whole time because he has narcolepsy. And then when he laughs too hard, he falls asleep. So go to 10th Planet Ventura. You can get a five day pass. No gi. Look at that. Five days. Five, five lessons for a hundo. Dude, a hundo. They do monthlies. And they do annuals for adults. So go to 10thPlanetVentura.com. We are helping small businesses. If you'd like for me to do a read for your show, and I will keep it professional. Those are both family and friends, so I can have a little fun with it. But I will keep it professional, and I will promote your local small business brand. So hit me up on uh, Twitter. Tell me why I should, what your brand is, what you sell, and why I should support you. And that's enough of that, guys. Uh, welcome to the show. He's a guy we met at our, 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 our Bakersfield show, which was very interesting because we did a show and uh, basically people from PG&E showed up mm-hmm. and it was really kind of creepy because they all look like Zero Dark Thirty. Like they all <laughs> look like they were part of the, the SEALs that took out Osama Bin Laden. And they're like, "Hey, man, we're 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 from PG&E," and they kind of just stared at me, and I got super creeped out. So I just kind of ran over and started talking to Chris, and like, there were like four of them were like super like, super like uh uh, Navy Seal looking, and one dude was kind of cool. He looked like he was the tweaker of the group, and I could tell he really listened to the show. So I was like, kind of talking to him, and then I, and then I talked to this next guest, uh, and he's been on the Patreon. He's known as Chris Mysterious, but today he's known as Chris Waynes. How are you, Chris?
3: Very good. Thank you guys for having me. Are we going by Chris Roberts? Which one is it? My middle name's Wayne, but yeah. Okay. Chris Roberts. Well, Chris Roberts,
1: everybody. Welcome, Chris Roberts. So I got it right. Even when I get it right, I get it wrong. How are you,
3: Chris? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm very excited to be on.
1: Chris, you are, uh, I thoroughly enjoy our conversations. We usually talk uh, through either Instagram every other day or so, uh, and then maybe once or twice a month, we'll phone it up and we'll talk. And you uh, you are very insightful into the world that's going on. And you like to look into some gemantria on what's going on in the world right now. So I just want to know where you want to start. What, what do you want to talk about today? Because I kind of gave you like, the floor to kind
3: of do your thing what would you like to
1: talk about yeah.
3: um you know what's interesting is there's so much that is happening with with um with this whole COVID-19 and um it's almost like a flooding of information in a bunch of different ways and and so there's so many things that I thought about uh in the past of being like if I was on the show what would I talk about and now it's like there's so much happening that uh, there's, there's also so much to talk about within it. So um, if you want to start there, just touch lightly on it because it is kind of a, it's, it's an energy drainer. This whole thing that we're going through is no one really knows what's going on. And yet everyone is drug out emotionally. Um, even if you go out in public, um, there is a massive uh, energy dump whenever you see someone wearing a face mask or um, if you turn an aisle in the store, there is just, um, a reaction like, Oh, and you almost can't even see what the real reaction is. Cause you can't even see their face. You only see their eyes.
1: That's so interesting. You're totally and right. When you're like in the same aisle, somebody
3: you're kind of out. freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, um, I'm totally not. And even if we go from the mainstream, um, breakdown of what Who's at risk, and um, you know uh, if the likelihood of contracting it and everything? I wouldn't be at risk, and I understand that you don't want to uh, put other people that are are already compromised um, in their health at further risk of getting something that can, you know, uh, flood your lungs with fluid. Um, but the numbers don't add up. Uh, there's many things that are encoded into the ritual in general. Um, there's a, an encoding to the sun and the moon right away. Um, and when you look at what COVID even, uh, translate through Hebrew to, it equals Kobe's. So that's a weird, interesting little thing there. And, um, they use 19 because supposedly there is 18 other strains before this one. And this is the new one, but, um, 19 is also, uh, happens to be the moon cycle. And so there is an encoding to the moon. Um, And to put it, to bottle this up into one uh, word would just be ritual. Um, There's these rituals of energy and there's energy that runs through everything. Everything is electric as well as uh, magnetized. Um, And so I don't know if you want me to elaborate on- Well, here's a couple things, man.
1: First of all, 100% rituals. We see this happening. These are all planned. This, this isn't an epidemic. This isn't a pandemic. This is a pandemic. okay? It's a 100% plandemic. You got to just go back to George, 1994, the magazine. This Bill right. Gates guy is already talking about a, a virus that will attack your lungs, kill you off, and kill part of the uh the population. There is a bunch of nerd dorks out there who are out there doing eugenics. You know, if you're in the eugenics, you know what that tells me? You can't get laid. That's have you ever met like a really attractive eugenics guy who's like, Yeah, dude, I bang puss, but there's too many of us. Am I right? I mean, Even Bill Burr, who's one of the best comics ever, he looks sickly. And I know he just had a kid, but like that guy looks sickly. Nobody like, dude, Bill Burr is the most healthy, unhealthy looking human being I've ever seen in my life. Right? (laughs) You're like, dude, eat a sandwich, drink a soda, brother. My God. But I mean, like, This is a 100% uh, 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 ritual 100% harvesting I mean we see that going back To the Vegas shooting uh, The stuff about 9-11 The Gementria that's involved in all of that Is insanity And let me tell you something man And we're going to get back into this I've never been more proud Of my fellow uh, uh, not only Californians, but people all over the country that are waking up to what they're doing. Now, sometimes I go, is that part of their plan too? You know, it's like, is this all part of the plan? Possibly, but I love the big pushback, man. I love that 50,000 people said, fuck you, I'm going to the beach. And that sounds like nothing. And, of course, the blue check dummies mock them amazingly uh, wanting everybody to stay home. So people don't get in and survive while wishing on people don't stay home, that they die. It's such an interesting paradox, right? But what do you think? Hold on one second. The 50,000 people that go to the beach said, fuck you. I'm not going to do what you tell me. mm -hmm. And that is very important because we give these people the right to rule when they rule us right. Okay. And they're not ruling us right, right now. What we are seeing is full on fucking PSYOP BS and people are waking up to, and I couldn't be more prouder of people waking up. And yes, we're going to, there's going to be initial fucking negativity towards us, but just like everything that people like me and people like you guys do that when we lead the charge, they'll eventually follow. You know, it's like the naughty show I used to do was a dirty comedy show. Guess what's everywhere now? Dirty comedy show. Okay. Conspiracy show. Now everybody, you know, is like, dude, these conspiracy theorists are onto something. (laughs) Yeah, because we're right. And it's going to, you guys are going to, we're going to look back at this the way we look. I know people are going to think I'm crazy. But we're going to look back at this and look how stupid everybody reacted to this. The same way we'll look out when we hear they put Japanese people into concentration camps. Into like internment camps, excuse me, not concentration, camps, but internment camps. Yeah. Like how stupid that was.
3: Yeah, it, it happened uh, where I'm from, specifically. We had one, uh, a holding center here that became uh, fairgrounds. Um, not oh, from my hometown, but from um you know central valley and, yeah. and and when it comes down to what people base their reality off of anyways um they they 're not getting the full script you know it 's called his story for a reason, and I believe that I believe that the perversion of symbols uh signs words, everything uh might even the ones that seem like it's bad because they pervert it are actually just of nature, but maybe there's something so valuable there that they need to cover it up so that you don't get um, a little bump of enlightenment, something that will maybe change your perspective and enhance it towards something greater, a greater truth.
1: Chris, I can't agree more. You, You know, I mean, the simply look at dude, stay inside. When when Trump says, go outside and get some sun and everybody mocked him. It's like, no, dude, sun is really
3: good sun, for you and your immune system. The sun is the giver of all life. It's what we need um, to thrive literally as humans and everything else in the, the ecosystem. It all thrives off the sun. And of course, if there's too much sun, some things can dwindle, but um, there's a cycle beyond that. There's a bigger thing beyond that little um, sun cycle that we've seen because it's the sun and the moon. And people have always mapped these to the sky clock. So our calendars are mapped to the sky clock. And that's why there's also so much perversion just in the calendars alone. You know, we're on the Gregorian calendar, but the Julian calendar, which is very interesting um, too, because, you know, in the Julian calendar, it's not 2020. This year is 2012.
1: That's so interesting, dude. Yeah. Why do
3: they always say the world ended in 2012? Yeah. Hold yeah.
1: that thought. XG, and, did yeah. you have a question? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a question, but I was going to say, I
0: was like, what, what was the last ritual we had before this one? It was the Super Bowl. And what do they have people doing right now? Everyone's watching TV. Everyone's on watching all the live streams. They're all focused on TV. They just released a new episode on called Explained on Netflix on the coronavirus already.
1: Yeah, I think I they have that. everybody programmed. It. Yeah, how how do you already have that video out ready to go? Yeah, wow. it's it's so ridiculous, dude. It's so obvious, man. It's so obvious. When, when, when you have they release see, something you know? the next day, go on, Chris. I want to get into this calendar. Go on.
3: Well, whenever you have eyes to see, you'll understand. There's something more. There's always a micro macro, and um, like what XG said about the last ritual, that's a small little prana bump. That wasn't, keep going, really, keep going, keep going. that wasn't really a uh, big harvest ritual. That was a little prana bump where there's things that are encoded, um, whether it's numerically, whether it's the people that are involved um, and whether they even know about it is also another question. Because we could just be in the system that um, has oscillations and it goes through um, essentially points that the energy builds up. And it either needs to flood back out or get harvested, and that's the same way that the chakra system works as well. Um,
0: the seven of them? You are talking about the, yeah. the seven chakras? The seven chakras?
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's colors associated for a reason, and when you look through any of our, um, any of the movies, any of our programming that we base our reality somewhat off of. Um, you'll see the reason why they even have certain symbols or just the color alone will entice you to have a certain energy within, you know, um, blue is associated with the throat chakra. Um, Purple is going to be at top. That's, uh, you know, Samadhi. That's when you reach absolute oneness, which is the crown. When you think about Phoenician purple, where you think about, you know, uh, why they use that um, on the, the crown itself. Pretty interesting, as well as the the bottom chakra uh, is red, and that's why the pentagram is is also um, it's an inversion of samadhi. It's the absolute one, so it's below that. It's rooting down, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's evil either. That's just a body function. It's just the way that energy works. So when it comes down to Uh, people using symbols to encode an energy like if i were to go out in public and i see someone with a pentagram on their shirt and it happens to say slayer in red um it's not like they're uh you know opening themselves up to demonic beings they probably understood the occult or the esoteric value of the alchemical processes. Uh, or, we-
1: dude, honestly, they like Slayer. I mean, like, I got a ton of shit one day because when Bobby Lee... I just went to go grab a check. Bobby Lee hits my car. Somebody films <laughs> it, puts it on the internet, and then, like, I have some dum dumb going, Sam, how are you in the truth community and you're wearing a pentagram? And this guy's like... And then the whole comment section was, because it's fucking Slayer, dude, you know? Right. And... My question to you is like, who puts these symbols in there? Who is the like, I, you know, I've been, I've done some, te- I've done some television. I'm, I've done movies on a small level. I mean, you know, docs I've been in, but in terms of acting, I've had like one movie I did. And I'm, I, and that's one more than I really care to do anymore. because you know, they don't pay you to act. They pay you to stand around and I can't get paid enough to do that. Okay. It's boring as shit. And, um, but you know, when you go through this movies, you see all of these. Okay. Let's, let's take this Ellie Wong's special on Netflix, right? In the yep. back of the bank, there is this pedophile symbol. I'm going to yeah. tell you, I've talked to Ellie Wong a couple times. I get zero vibe that she's some satanic pedophile and who knows if she, um, she did uh she approved everything because if you don't know the trained eye that you might not know that, so you right. know I've had people draw stuff for me for Tim Paul hat. We turned it to the shirt, and then later on I looked and I go, "Oh, there's a squiggly, and I'm just like, "Oh man, yeah, if you take a look at the back and yeah, I know Ellie Wong, and I'm gonna tell you, I don't really feel that Ellie Wong is you know." doing some pedo shit but yeah back there you see on the uh bank at the top it, it is very prominent
3: right. it's it's very prominent why put that there but also uh why pervert it so much so the people that have always hijacked symbols and um language itself and deeper meanings of the symbols pervert it so much that you instantly want to reject all of it so i don't know why that specific symbol has always been, uh, you know, when WikiLeaks and the emails and all that stuff came out. Um, I don't know why that was disclosed so much because now you find it in Nickelodeon, you find it literally in like everything you find it, um, in symbols that don't, uh, or in places that wouldn't even, you're like, is that even a connection at all? And that's when I think that the logo itself dates back so far that it means something that probably has a lot of knowledge just in the symbol alone at its very simple value, but they pervert it so much. It's, it's
1: going to catch up. It, it,
3: yeah. Oh, can okay. you hear me now? We can. Now we, yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: You, you definitely slowed down. Okay. Okay. You um, you were talking about how it's pervert so much. So real, real quick. Another example to talk about, I don't like Gavin Newsom. I think Gavin Newsom is an asshole okay i i hope he doesn't get voted in i find it it's gonna be really hard because he's an industry darling and they're probably going to do whatever they you know i don't even think elections are real i just think that it's just right. an act of futility and they put in who they want yes. but on his twitter page it is uh in the back picture is not his profile pic but the back banner was I don't even know where he's at. He looks like it's like Gavin Newsom at a Nickelback concert, right? And everybody's rocking out. But behind him is a picture, and uh, the 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 finger is so obviously doing the squiggly, the squiggly um pedophile symbol, okay, which is All the right. circle in. Um, I don't know why that's there. Because. Hey, you're- what do you remember the time we got that fan art done for us and we had
0: the squiggles in the eye and the guy didn't even recognize it, but we noticed it. And what do we tell him?
3: We We're like, if you, want us,
0: if you want us, if want to use it, we got to change it. Cause we tell people about this. So I think it's maybe they don't notice, or maybe the artist is just lazy because it's an easy thing to do. Yeah. But, but you, this should was so you should notice.
1: Because that yeah. symbol was meant to be in Eddie Bravo's eyes. And it's meant to look like he is bonkers on drugs. Right. But right. yeah, like, can you see that, guys? Like that to me seems so. Oh yeah, that's purposeful. To the point. Yeah, the it makes me wonder if it's being done because of this nonlinear warfare thing, so that we can all fight over it. Yeah. And be well, like, does- oh, look what he's doing. It's, it's Gavin Newsom. Yes. And it's like, who put that in there? Why would they be so blatantly honest? With how they're with that,
3: um, well, I think it's to a, a subconsciously attract. That's if you take any um, any like course on uh, advertising. I mean, they teach you a lot of esoteric value of symbolism or colors or fonts and three D and what's going to attract the mind, and so that they could sell you on something. Um, so when it comes down to you know. I can't even do that. But the point is, is that that's the phi ratio as well. You know, that's, um, the golden ratio, like your colic on the back of your head on your thumbs, it's encoded in everything. It's encoded in a succulent, you know, there's it's, it's in everything. Um, so I don't know why that's so associated. Um, but it, it obviously is. And so I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to put that on anything. But I would want to know why they're perverting. Why would they use that symbol in general? Like, why would the swastika be used as well? The swastika is highly esoteric. And people are getting hip onto this now. And there's big people talking about it. But um, if you understand, like, the sky clock and how it rotates around Polaris, you can look at time lapse photography where Polaris is staying still and everything is rotating around it, and you'll see the Big Dipper and how it links out, and it's literally just shifting. It's a swastika. Around the, yeah. It's I mean, the wheel, dude, the
1: Polaris, it's called Polaris, right? Is that the name Polaris, of the stuff? Polaris. Is Polaris, Polaris an is argument for flat earth, in your opinion?
3: Yeah. But, and here's the other thing, it's like, that's such a triggering phrase uh, for people, as well as, what the programming is already instilled in people is such a trigger as well. Because if you go against any uh, frame of thought that is mainstream, um, which when you think about what mainstream in the the phrase means, it just means that it's a controlled stream and, you know, banks, right? The river banks, they control the currency, right? So they're just controlling the information. They're allowing what um, they want you to know no, and before even a certain time, which was the internet, you couldn't really cross-reference that many things. It would take days for people to decipher, you know, manuscripts or even want to have like the knowledge to go back and see why people thought the way they did. Um, and it takes a lot of prana, it takes a lot of energy to do that, because you just think that we have it figured out, right? Someone, someone knows um therefore it's verified and as long as I reference this one person then it's verified I don't have to do any work I don't have to dump out any prana into this but really what do you base reality off of in general you base it off of the information that's out there as well as nature and we mimic nature and so when it comes down to um energies and stuff you brought up uh just real quick because you brought up something that uh, triggered a thought for me is gates right you said bill gates well when you just say his name fast it says, sounds like build gates and then if you think about every uh you know um cover up whether it's for sports or uh you know Watergate, yeah. uh deflate gate there's always yeah. a gate and that's about energy Okay? There's energy gates. That's how you allow on a circuit board for energy to either go through or not. It's a gate. And like the tabernacle in the, in the Bible is the same thing. I think that's like a circuit board. There were showing you that we're in a simulation, like a matrix system, you know, and uh, dude,
1: just talking to you right now. I go, how can people not think we're in a simulation? How can you not think that, you know, I mean, if you want to add everything together, you know, flat earth, simulation, multiple realms. I mean, we're basically on a holodeck almost, right? It's like, it's like so close to what Westworld tried, is trying to do. And like on Westworld, those, those uh, creatures or those sims in the program can walk out of the program. And into the real world and become real things. And it's like, I think that that's what, I mean, it is the matrix. I mean, the matrix, basically Neo could be in the real world and in the matrix. I think he could be both. And the
3: red, red pill, blue pill represents. It's very interesting because you're telling me the lowest level
1: is red and the highest level is blue. Is that again to make us think what is right, what is up is down.
3: So it's actually the mixing of the red and blue is purple. And that's the top. That's the crown. That's the corona. You see what I'm saying? The, and when it comes to uh, you know red and blue, there's the red, um, the red lodge or the red uh, part of Freemasonry as well as the blue. And blue represents the York Rite. Red is the Scottish Rite. And there's 33 degrees in that one. And that's the internal part of the knowledge. The external is the blue which the blue represents, you know, space, uh, measuring. Okay. So not like they are the same people for space in modern cosmology, but what I'm talking about is space, how to measure something with the, you know, um, with your square and compass, it it has to be so that you could price it. Okay. So they said they're the, part of that lineage the blue lineage that does commerce they run countries um they decide value you know uh law you know the the blue you know uh support blue Blue line, bloods like, blue bloods okay so oh, then when you think shit. about when you think about the red um or blue cross and i mean that's not saying like oh they they know all this it's just a at the highest of every level There is a deeper knowledge base that dates back through, you know, to Babylon, Egypt, all that stuff, uh, Atlantis, and whether all of this was, um, you know, because that was in Iraq and everything, whether that was uh, the actual cradle of civilization for that specific time period, not for the whole thing, not for this whole realm, just for that time period. um, They represent um, with the red it's going to be the compass. It's going to be come to pass. You know, that's why the Templars had, uh, you know, in their name, temp, time, plars pillars, you know, they're the, they're the keepers of time. So they tell you the narrative of religion, uh, you know, our modern history, uh, science, um, then there's all of the encodings with the color itself. So if you put, you know, the bottom chakra, so through yoga and, um, when you look at the chakra system, like I said, the bottom one is pointing down, that's the so below. So you have the as above and the so below, which is also the square and compass. Mm-hmm. So it's just, a, it's just a repatenting of gnosis of Gnosticism of, of knowledge. And that's really what Gnosticism at the base level of a meeting is, it's just Gnosis. It's just knowing it's knowledge. And, um, so if I were, if I were a royal, or even not, maybe you just knew this knowledge during a time where it was more available. Maybe during the Library of Alexandria time period, where ships and and everyone that would come into port, they would have to, you know, essentially give a copy of their maps, uh, you know, their Bibles, things like that. And so it was a place where everyone was. Um, you know, giving information. You are cross-referencing information. And then there's a false flag and they burn the Library of Alexandria down and the same people start out, you know, the Vatican. It's 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 all the same rewashing. It's all dude, I
1: said this the other day. This the people
3: the people who assassinated Julius Caesar are the same people
1: who assassinated JFK. It's the exact same people. Now yeah. it doesn't. Not, now it's not literally the same people. It is the same group of people passed down heritage and heritage. These people have kids. They traumatize the fuck out of them so that they become psychopaths and they keep the, the lineage going. That's yeah. just how it is, man. And, they, and if they have boys, they lead it. And if they have girls, they marry them into another uh, powerful family. And they have a, a both have powerful kids. You know, they have these kids so that both these powerful families have emotional uh, investment in working together. Right. And not yeah. destroying each other.
0: Talking yeah. about a powerful family. How about Jim Um, He's dead. Who's going to take over? If he's Is dead? he
1: dead? Is he dead? I don't think, dude, it now not just came out, he's alive, but I guarantee you, if he is alive, that will be a religious holiday
3: and what in North Korea we forever,
1: so- it'll be like the rise of Kim Jong-un,
3: you know, yeah, and word all, is, it's all ritual, dude, I mean, that whole thing was all ritual, when you look back at whenever North Korea and the Korean War, and why we even went in there, and. There's also uh, channels of information talking about how there was just a, a shit ton of gold over there that um, they went over there to get that. And it, there is, like I said, with reality, people base what they think is real off of information that's been fed to them. And it takes a lot of effort and a lot of cross-referencing and deciphering as well as trying to flush out the bullshit that you've been programmed with. You know, um, in the positive, when you put some MK Ultra on your kid with Santa, it's allowing you to. Sh- it's a, It's showing them this is how it should be thought. It's showing them that you could be um, under a spell, even by someone that you love. You can be caught up in a ritual just by uh, from someone you love. Like people that love you dearly will lie to you, or can, and they can trick your reality. You could think that there's some fat white dude with a beard going around with reindeer delivering sure, presents.
1: And that is a the first kind of like shock of life yeah. that people it's you love you that you will lie to Maya. you. I remember finding that out going, I remember going, oh shit, they lied yeah. to me. I remember thinking, man, my, and if you're listening with your kid, you might want to, <laughs> uh, you know, stop it right here. Santa's real kids, <laughs> but uh, if you're an adult, let's have some talk they do they, they this is a mass mass spell done by not only just commerce but very powerful people to somewhat soil your relationship with your kid a little bit in that you are or you, you are capable of strive. lying to them and then they keep wondering what else you're going to lie to them about
3: yes but also in the flip side of that is that if you weren't so flooded with bullshit too as the adult, then you'd be able to intelligently teach them that you live in an illusion that everything, uh, whether it's medicine, right. Or food, um, or products in general, it's all force fed or information it's force fed to you. And if you want to find something that has more value, you have to look into the esoteric, the, the hidden, the thing that is there that you can't see. And so when it comes to um rituals and stuff I want to get into a couple things I don't know how much time we have today but um We have uh yeah man you got some time let's do it man Okay so when it comes down to encodings you know ritual encodings sometimes like I'm saying you you, you might not even understand what's being encoded um Someone that maybe has a deeper knowledge could tell you like, "Hey, you know, put your stocks at a certain number this year, and you'd be like, "Okay, and this guy's a you know multimillionaire i 'm going to follow his lead because obviously he's very successful, and then let's just say you get a huge year financially, and you don't know why or whatever, but maybe it's because there isn't lineages." that understand that there is a matrix system that we live in that is encoded with n- numbers, letters, words, and how those turn into uh, each other. Uh, and you can use it as perversion, or you can use it as um, you know, a way of giving it to people. So if, if I was to be evil, I would, like I said, I would take everything that meant something um, that was uh, knowledge, and I would invert the shit out of it. I'd be like, dude, that's all satanic over there. Don't even look at that. I mean, if there's a pentagram, don't even look at it. Even though that's the so below. You you have to have a root. You know, the ground, we call it a ground. You see what I'm saying? Like, yes. you have to root down. Everything has to root down. So how could that be bad? Tree, trees aren't bad. That's not satanic. And whenever it comes to like, you know, you know what, dude, what you're
1: telling is like, is so true it's what is up is really down and they've taught us over time to not worship certain things like we you know one of the one of the earlier moments in tinfoil hat history is when and this was back when ryan was on the show and it was one of the things he was discussing with me and you know uh, ryan was always a little a little crazy still is very crazy it's like it's like having Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon as your friend. It's like at some point it's going to get weird, right? But, you know, I love him and he has some great knowledge and one thing he taught me it was like, what is the antichrist, right? Everyone keeps talking about the anti. Here comes the antichrist. Who is the antichrist? Well, then who is Christ? Right. Christ is the son of God, where right. in heaven. So what would be anti that? A woman on earth, Mother right. Earth. Mother so, earth. dude, the reality is is that this thing has been created, and it is my belief, man, that the people who worship the black cube yes. created Satanism, took the worst of their shit, put it into here so no one would look at the black cube, and then took all this Mother Nature's uh, beliefs and threw it in there, too. So now yeah. you have this duality in this Satanism thing, which is all this dark art, child sacrifice shit. But there's also this this love Earth. You're a god. You're all this stuff, and it attracts different people. The the fun loving people they get they they get attracted to uh, that you know I'm a god. I am one of uh, of Earth, and then these dumb idiots. And I go off on broken simulation when it comes out this week about these Satanists are dorks okay? They're all beta cocks who just like, they like Satanism because it makes them feel like dangerous and shit, right? And they all worship this dark arts bullshit, which is actually Saturnism. So what they did is they took the, they took your eye off of them, and then at the same time, they demonized loving planet Earth. It's all PSYOP. It's all PSYOP, man. Satanism is a fucking psyop and don't come at me all the greatest trick that the devil ever did was make you not believe in him it's all bullshit dude yeah
3: the
1: the, the, dude the only thing is the belief in Kronos the god of time the black cube and the the fucking child sacrifice and all that bullshit that comes with that dark arts thing okay and whether 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 Kronos is real or not It doesn't matter because they believe in it and they're acting on these beliefs, right? It's my, it's my saying with Q, everybody could sit there forever and say Q isn't real. I go, there's a, first of all, the information has to be, I have a, I talked about today on the podcast on the Patreon, dude, the information Q has to be real because you're trying to, to hook the most paranoid human beings on the planet to believe in what you're saying. You can't put out fake. The, you can't fake the funk on a nasty dunk, man, because they're not going to believe what you're saying. They're not going to get into. So the information has to be real. And now you've got enough of these people believing this thing. And if, dude, if enough people believe in it, it becomes real.
3: It's a, you're putting all of your, um, you know, belief is the enemy of knowing Uh crow triple seven said that he's really good. Um, But when it comes down to putting your energy, your prana into something, you don't even have to understand it. You know, you could just put it all into it and it's blind faith, but that's a lot of energy that someone's taking. You know, whenever you, whenever you, uh, you talk to a friend, you're like, Hey, what's up, man? How you got, how, how's it going? And then they're like, dude, yeah, let me tell you. When they actually answer you, you're you're like, like,
1: like, Oh fuck, you're answering
3: me. Right. Or just like, man, let me tell you. And you're like, Oh fuck, here we go. Like your energy just drops right yeah, away.
1: Yeah, and so yeah.
3: here's a interesting little insight is when you think about ball, when you think about bomb malek, which is yeah. the same thing as Kronos and, and, yeah. and there's, there's, um, you know, micro macro within it cause it means a bunch of things. But when you understand what ball is, um, think about, you know, how we were ringing in the new year, right? You're literally, everyone is drinking, um, you know, during the new year, um, you're watching a ball drop down on earth and it's going down the spine to its bottom chakra, right? Right. And it's a glowing orb. It's a glowing orb. That's the Kundalini spirit. That's Christ consciousness, but it's going down. It's rooting back down to its lowest vibration level. And then you understand that food, everything is an energy transfer. So when you put some shitty food in your body that should have never been done before, It puts you all the way down to its bottom chakra as well as alcohol is probably one of the worst things that you can put in your body, especially consistently. And it's the lowest vibration. So everyone's out eating fried food, uh, you know, uh, drinking a bunch of shit. That's lowering their energy level to the bottom. And you're supposed to ring in the new year this way. And while you're doing it, you're watching ball drop down. the, The whole thing is a ritual as well as, um, when you look into uh, ball malek in general, ball, think about how everything is based off of a ball in our society. You know, there, you know, soccer, uh, you play with the ball, football, basketball, baseball. It all has, uh, you know, we live on a spinning ball. There, there's all these encodings. How about
1: this, dude? How about the fact that the flat earthers think we live on a pl- flat, flat plane? But, right. but everybody else thinks we live on a planet which is just plain with a t at the end of it you know it's just like it's it's almost like it's they're telling you what's really going on right i mean and they just they're doing all this stuff to get you to look at whatever is the opposite of what is going on and you know there's a very famous quote from a a cia agent we would go and it's basically that we will know our job. Our job is complete, and this is paraphrasing it. We will know our job's complete is when everything they believe is completely false.
3: Yeah.
0: Did you that, guys see uh, the moon? Did you guys see the moon on uh, March thirty first? What happened? Uh, you know about the moons, right? There was this supposedly, if you look at the moon that day, it was. Uh, it looked like uh, the fallen angel Lucifer. I don't know if that yeah. has anything to do with it. Did you? Did you? You you. You follow the moon cycles? What's
3: up with that? Yeah. Um, And so, you know, like the star of Bethlehem, there's a lot of encodings when it comes to, or the crescent moon in general, there's all these encodings and it doesn't necessarily mean like that's evil. Um, People have, uh, they did revisions in the Bibles for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So yes. you instantly think that's what it is. And really that's just one insight on, a whole other list of information you need to go down. So when it comes to the moon cycles, uh, you know, we don't really track the moon at all in our calendar, and this is why it's off. That's why they have to add in, you know, uh, Julius um, added in July and and Augustus added in August, and so there's two extra months in our calendar, and that's why sept, even though it means seven, you know, septenary, that that's seven is actually nine in our calendar. So when you think about nine eleven, it's really seven eleven. But the the encoding of nine eleven is also real. Yeah.
1: And i said it's, it's really seven eleven.
3: Right. Yes, because they added in two, two months. Two months. Yeah, when you're, you're saying that they're we had October, two months. that means eight. Oct eight. But it's ten. If we could yeah, just go back for a second, too. I, th-
2: I think it's also important to define terms here when we're talking about things like worship. Uh, <clears throat> I was reminded of the commencement speech that the author David Foster Wallace gave in the 90s. It's called This is Water. YouTube it. It's awesome. Uh, and he talks about attention as basically the modern form of worship, so things you give your attention to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can, even without realizing it, worship an object or a symbol. And I think it's just important to, the, the way to kind of combat that, the way to take agency in your life is to, to be aware and to, to yes. find awareness wherever you can. And so you avoid worshiping things with your attention. Just want to drop that in there. That's a great then, speech though, if you can find it.
3: I'll check it that out. What's it's it called, called one more time, called, Johnny?
2: Called, this is water, right? It's this David Foster Waltz's okay. commencement speech.
3: Yeah. And it's whatever you put your energy into, like, you know, Dr. Emoto back in the fifties broke down cymatics, which is, uh, you know frequency through water, and he he froze it too, and he showed you that certain frequencies will um, put up these geometric patterns, and everything has a, a frequency. So you know um, it would show you that like 432 is love frequency, and it actually you know has like the Star of David in it, and it, but you go to um, 44 or 440. Um, hertz per second. And that one is total chaos. Um, It looks, you know, looks like uh, the freaking COVID-19 little animation they put up. It's chaos. And so it's in this is why they also um, the people that ran the music industry that really pumped out the music, you know, and they they put it through the Beatles. Beatles had 432 you know, this natural home that was under their music. And that's why it's so attractive. It's because that resonates. We're we're water, dude. We're 70% water. So what he was showing you was that the frequency um, is a micro macro. You know, if we're a a water bag of chemistry that, you know, chemicals coinciding, you know, there's certain frequencies that are going to literally alter your state of consciousness, what you think reality is. And alter is an interesting word too, you know, alter you have in, you know, courtroom and someone's like, you're guilty, hits the hammer. That shit alters your state of consciousness. It it literally probably makes you uh, drop. You feel everything drop down. Uh, But if you're maybe in, you know, the King's chamber in Egypt and you're in there at a certain point in the day and you have a mantra that you're repeating, uh, you could probably alter your state of consciousness and, um, you know, Kundalini. You know, you'd have the serpent going up the staff through your seven chakras and you'd open up to uh samadhi, you know, absolute oneness. You'd be connected we just, had, you. we just had Tim James on and he was he was saying that he gets high off of water. Yeah. Uh the whole thing is is like you don't have to put these things in your body because it's gonna be an action reaction. Everything that we take in physically, audibly, you know, um in your optically, you know, in your eyes, your vision is going to cause some sort of reaction. And so whenever you put a fluoride in your body un- unknowing or knowing, right, you can have fluoride in your toothpaste and be like, Oh, it, it helps with cavities. You know, someone said that shit once. Um, and I'm going to repeat it and I'm going to just keep going with it oh, and never check yeah, it. I do find would... out fluoride was, you know, created by Nazis to produce a low level mind control agent that they put in water supplies and it keeps, it keeps your pineal calcified and it, they have, it's in water everywhere. It's in all major cities have fluoride in your water. Um, you know, plas- there's other derivatives of the same thing that can plaque your pineal up. Um, and then they, if you're, if you've never seen like the description or uh, the different uh, pine cone, um, what am I trying to say? What's the word? Uh, you know, it's at the Vatican. There's all these uh, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That-
1: Pineal gland, yeah, your pineal pineapple. Gland. I mean pineapple. Uh pine cone. Yeah, yeah that's cone. that's all there. And it's like
3: well, there's it's a lot a of
1: shit, the Vatican, that doesn't fit in their Christianity
3: from Moloch. Right. Pretty pagan, you know. There's they're a pagan lot of- as shit, dude. And it's like <laughs> right. and pagan's God, right?
1: Yeah, I I got you know oh yeah, and then they made pagan bad, right? That's like right. the whole thought is Which- that pagan worship is the worst worship and that you know these structural religions are the best and now again listen guys nobody's saying if you're a christian or if you believe in god and you believe in the devil that you're you're bad or i'm i'm shitting on what you're saying we're just talking about the psyop that's been done by the same people over a very long time they this has been listen man when 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 you have people when conspiracy theorists go they've been doing this to us and people are like well a small group of people are doing all of this how they doing it it's like they didn't start this a year ago man yeah. but like this game that they're playing has been being played for centuries
3: yeah and thousands and
1: about, of years
3: how about if someone's so you know how we like to um we're Idol worshippers, you know they say don't worship idols, but all we do is idol worship. Mm-hmm. The same people that say that they're they're putting their all their prana into a basketball player, a football team they 'll put put it in um, whatever demigod you know or people that are priests that supposedly have you know the the ear to god you're um, you're putting all of that energy into it, and so whenever it doesn't even have to resignate you don't even have to understand that it's you know when when it comes down to okay energies i want to get on to this when it comes to uh symbols and stuff we look at like the pineal right we also understand that you know jesus died at 33 okay and and another reference is that your anya chakra is your third eye that's the sixth chakra oh six is bad yeah or it's not. Um, but what that's allowing you to see is that, um, you know, Christ, you know, he lived at 33, there's 33 vertebrae in your spine that lead up to the third eye. And that's where the seat of the soul is. That's where uh, DMT drips from your pineal up and down the spine. And that's what Kundalini is. That's the snake going up the staff. Um, and so, you know, the serpent hall at the Vatican, you're like, holy shit, like snakes must be evil. Or I watched Harry Potter and it's all about serpents and, you know, that's evil shit. Or it's just knowledge. It's just what it is. And Dude, that's
1: another humongous episode for me. Can you guys hear me? Uh, this is yeah. um, you know, serpent versus eagle is like that, right. like Matt LaCroix, one of the biggest mind popping episodes we've ever done was when he broke down serpent versus Eagle knowledge versus power and how they demonized the serpent. And the, you know, the whole story of Adam and Eve, how he gave him an apple and they told you it was temptation when it could very well have been, if not most likely been knowledge to leave the, leave the garden and, the demonization and how like every one of these countries have an eagle on their flag or is the eagle is like their, their, uh, their national animal. And it's just like the eagle is the, uh, authoritarian overview, uh, over or the all watching eye
3: of the government. Yeah. The eye of Providence. Yeah. Right. And, and, the, and that's actually serious. That's Polaris. That's so if you look at Freemasonic tracing boards, they'll show you, you know, the two pillars, uh, Joachim and Boaz, and then we'll have like the sun and moon. Um, and then this other luminary in the sky that's right in the middle and it doesn't show an eye or anything, but that's showing you that's Polaris or Sirius, you know, North star, but everything is magnetized around that. And then you'll see that there is a ladder that's tilted at an angle. That's, you know, four dimensional or, or, um, yeah, four dimensional, where it's leaning up against nothing and is showing you that that's equinox gates, which is why on certain solstices um, there, there's big energy events like this one, you know, uh, that we're on a 19 year moon cycle. Um, And a lot of people don't understand true nature because they're not on this cycle. They don't account for the sun and the moon, like how, let's just say the Jewish calendar accounts for, you know, they have a 5,700 year, uh, calendar unbroken, and so that's a lot of knowledge. That's so if you understood that uh, there is a certain time to plant seed in the ground or in your wife, <laughs> it so that you can have the most amount of energy, right? And that during that it would you know whenever you give birth, it's not a harvest. It kind of is, but it's it's something that is taken um, out of the the seed. So it's in reseeding, you know, how can you reseed if you don't even know the knowledge of uh, the sky clock? And so when it comes to the sun and the moon, you know, there's encodings uh, with rituals that are totally tied to it, whether it's the moon landings itself, you know, yeah, the word Apollo is the sun, sun God in Greek mythology. Why would they take the sun to the moon? You know, and, and why, and why would that be, uh, you know, the same year that, um, you know, Kubrick and Arthur, Arthur C. Clark wrote the book 2001 Space Odyssey. And uh, at the same time, Kubrick was doing the film and they were collaborating. And there's a picture of, you know, Kubrick and Arthur C. Clark and, um, you know, NASA and CIA together. They're like walking in an, in like a, an alley or a movie set or something. Um, and I believe that he just got roped into helping fake the moon landings. Um, he put it through the Shining. The Shining is like a you know mm-hmm. such a deciphering tool, not just for the moon landings, but also for you know uh, ritual abuse and sex magic, and as well as you know Jack Nicholson at the end where he's doing the Baphomet, the as above, so below. People didn't know that that unless you had eyes to see. And people only started deciphering that whenever the internet became prevalent. Because how, how are you going to get this information out? So, you know, uh, the fact that uh, Danny, uh, he's wearing an Apollo sweater and he goes yeah. into 237 and he's never the same. And, you know, Tang, there's all these different. Yeah, encodings. we did
1: an episode um, on like the carpet, the design on the carpet changes the or doesn't make sense. Well, the room and it's he looks into. into?
3: What's that? It's encoded in Toy Story too, and, and, and that's why the same carpet's in that. And you're like, okay, it's just people directing movies and it's a bunch of bullshit. Okay, it is. Unless you understand that this guy got roped into this shit. And then he spent the rest of his life trying to slowly disclose it so he didn't get killed. And then, you know, people that understood that on the higher knowledge base made other movies that encoded the same shit. Cause there was a lot of energy built up into that massive ritual. And, you know, 1968 to 2001 is 33 years. Also that's tied to nine 11 because 1968, um, is when they were building the trade center, the world trade center. And they brought it down 2001, 33 years later. Oh my God. The massive ritual. And, The fact that you know nine eleven happened on nine eleven, they had a you know an uh, what do you call it the national emergency on nine eleven, and that um, you know there's one hundred and ten stories in each building. You know there's the eleven again, and then they look like two big ass elevens standing there. Um, Uh, In the fact, we've been
0: noticing. No, I was going to talk about how they have been showing us stuff we've seen the disney all the sex symbols in disney the, the yeah. penises sam has been sending me stuff since he's got kids now he's showing me this thing and we just noticed that on disney a parent always dies sam was the one who told yeah. me this tragic a parent always dies it's always ptsds for the kids like why does it why, why you got to scare kids with this shit
3: that and it's also sacrifice it's just sacrificial there's always a a growing from a sacrifice there's always this you know and so when it comes to the whole disney thing you know this gets really deep because i i've researched um some stuff that i don't even know uh if i should like talk about but there it's out there so like when you think about um disney you know he uh he was totally tied up with nazis he was oh, yeah. uh and he's allegedly
1: a pedophile very uh you know i have on good sources that he went through the demo about
3: him doing kiddie porn, allegedly. Allegedly, right. he he was he went through the Dem- demo which was a it's like a kid's version of Freemasonic order, and um you know he's got Club Thirty Three. It's on the thirty third parallel um, for the ley lines where Disney's at, which means that there's probably a massive energy uh, boost in the ground right there. Maybe Jesus. that's why he had an occultist. Uh, figure out exactly where to put this or this plot of land. And um, it, there's so many ties on why he chose Mickey Mouse's symbol and how that goes to that, uh, goes back to the three penny opera, which was like a German run um, play that had that Mac the ninth. And that's where Mac comes from. Um, because he was like a, he was like a serial killer mobster rapist that um, was like, Praised up in this in this film or in this uh opera and it, they turned it into films and stuff but um it's just an encoding of it's also like the crescent moon which is tied into like so, hold on know. mac the knife was a uh rapist serial killer he's like a mobster and he was like you know he was like a part of the mafia and, he and was then counting. we got frank
1: sinatra singing about mac the knife
3: right okay and you know return of the mac and mcdonald's and there's all these Macs oh that are oh my out there, god dude right? and and did, uh mickey mouse mickey meki meki messer is what they used to call him so it's there's a lot of weird stuff with that and how um that's it gets like so deep i don't even know if i want to go down that but essentially what he did was he understood something that was a deeper knowledge base of who knows, but he encoded it in like the biggest symbol that he has, uh, which is Mickey mouse. And um, it's, it's encoded in so many things, you know, it's very interesting. Just with that. It is interesting, dude.
1: I mean, people, I mean, at what point do we stop giving our money to Disney? At what, how many pedophiles have I to be busted there. How, you know, how much symbolism to, uh, has to be there? How much bad history has to be there before we go, okay, I don't need to be showing my kids this.
3: You're right. And why is there so much energy pumped into Disney? Well, you know, um, why is it that he became like such a big staple in our – telling of history in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, you think about everyone's origin story um, uh, in the films that he puts in, the animations, that's always a thing. Um, there's also the fact that like magic he made superficial, whenever magic is totally uh, real on some levels. And all it, all of that means is if you put um, intention in something, you can, you know, get something out of it. If you put a lot of thought and effort as well as concentrated intention, you can tap into certain energies, and so with magic, he made it very superficial and made it like, "Oh yeah, this is just some silly shit that you think about when you're a kid, yeah, and whenever you're an adult, you get nostalgic about the silly shit that you used to think about, but really there he totally believed in that he he was tied to you know um like I said warner von braun uh Elron Ron Hubbard, JP, uh, Jack Parsons. Yeah. Were, the
1: whole group that made they were NASA.
3: all into, you know, dark arts or whatever is perverted, or it was just that they had such a high level knowledge of, um, alchemy as well as like hermeticism and, and how to, how that, um, resonates, whether it's through sex magic, you know, Kundal or, uh, excuse me. Um, the Kama Sutra, you know, and all that is is understanding that you have these energy fields that you can really tap into and that you could stay in for a long time if you know how to do it, as well as if you, um, add in external, you know, drugs or whatever, or natural and dodgy.
1: And you're breaking up.
3: you has
0: gone. Yeah. And-
1: no. I love look- Dude, this is great. Uh,
3: drip, which is your DMT. You Hold on, dude, Chris. No.
1: Are we here? Yeah, Chris, you broke up. You're you're frozen. There no no. There we go. Now you're back. So what were you saying real quick about ritual sex magic?
3: Well, um it's not you know, it, it's not like a It's going to be the worst thing ever if you uh, have sex with your, your lady for a long time and it makes you, you know, what is an orgasm? It's the complete release of energy that is extremely sacred that when you combine it together and possibly if you understand how to do pranayama, that can induce a trip. You can induce DMT to drip at the same time and you can be on the astral plane together. And that's like what, you know, Jack Parsons and L Ron Hubbard were specifically doing together. They were having these ceremonies together with, you know, women and. Oh
1: yeah. Dude, the, the Jack Parsons crashes and burns after L Ron Hubbard backdoors him. Took I mean, his wife, man, <laughs> how ugly is, is L Ron Hubbard and that dude
3: and Jack Parsons was a good looking guy. Yeah, and they like that's Tony Stark's dad and the Avengers. So like, if people think, Oh, this is all bullshit. And, yeah, you know, he's repeated ritual magic and and all these energies. Hold on, okay. Who is th- who is Tony Stark's dad? Jack Stark in Avengers and Captain America, that's Jack Parsons. They look exactly the same. And then there's that Dark Angel series that talks about Jack Parsons and how he was all into ritual sex magic and stuff. Um oh, and yeah. it My
1: joke is hey, uh and uh, you've all heard it, but i must say it again. A Nazi, a pedophile, a Scientologist, and a... Uh, what was it? Oh, uh, a Nazi, a pedophile, a Scientologist, and a Satanist walk into a bar. What do they do? Invent NASA. That's what they do. And <laughs> yeah. it's just the truth. Yeah, look at that, dude. Oh, that's-
3: yeah. And, dude, the, the whole series of of like Captain America is, is very, you know, esoteric. Like if you have eyes to see, you know what they're talking about, talking about operation paperclip, bringing over Nazis and starting out, you know, or repatenting the OSS to the CIA. And then uh, turning NACA to NASA, which is to deceive in Hebrew, you know, Nasha. And Nazi and, is
1: yeah. NASA too, right? right? N-A-Z-I-N-A-S-A. I mean you're just flipping a couple things.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and there's all these other uh encodings too, you know, uh, when it comes to uh the the reason why they uh they did it in 1968 in general was is a massive encoding because it led to 2001 and 2001 was uh the last moon cycle by the way. And so hence 9/11 and then hence what's happening right now, there's this is you know every 19, 19
1: years there's a moon cycle
3: yeah Damn! And, but and and so it's not only that there's other cycles that happen that other little prana harvestings happen but big ones like a nine eleven or you know uh a jfk or so we have when you, jfk
1: we have nine eleven. do we throw this in with that i mm-hmm. think it is i think of it. of course i think as, it, <laughs> as as it may not impact as traumatically but man in terms of what its impact on us in terms of like our way of living meaning like planes hitting a building that is very impactful the visual of that you know when trump says invisible enemy and this isn't a trump but there's something to that like we can't see what is going on we can only feel its effects because we're being told by these fucking
3: lizard people that this is a bad situation. Yeah, and this is a mind virus, your corona, your crown. And um Oh uh, my god. Yeah, it, it's a massive uh, it's oh. it's it's encoded so many ways. You think about mind mind control or the the fact that everyone was uh, uh didn't go to uh you know, if you're Christian, you didn't go to the church on Easter Sunday, you know, that's Uh, what more of a a Corona virus is that, you know, it duped you out of, you know, fearing only God, right?
1: Couldn't agree more,
3: dude. And um, when it comes down to, and I wrote some stuff down, I'm trying to, I ramble a lot. So, but when it comes to like a weird little aspect of being locked in during Easter, during Passover, you know, it's fine, you know, yeah, we're, where that's like prophecy right there, it is, whether it's it forced fine. or not, you know? I don't love. It's so joking.
1: interesting. You start talking about some good shit. All of a sudden, your uh, yep. internet starts going weird. Hey, Chris, we got to do this again. I want to set up another one. Uh, and we could get down into like, I want to get into some encoding on some Disney stuff and really focus yeah. on that. Guys, this is my conversations with Chris. Every time we talk, it's just like deep, deep data. You're getting deep data and all this shit. And it's just like, and just the whole time I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is the whole thing. This is just what Chris does to me every time we talk. I'm sorry. You know? No dude. I love it, man. <laughs> all the time, dude. This is what would, I need more people like Chris in my life and less people oh, watching the news
3: in my life. I do want to break down just a few quick things before we get off because they're time sensitive. So when it comes to, um, the, the encodings to the sky clock, you know, on this next winter solstice, which is December 21st, which is also Saturnalia, hence Saturn. Um, there's going to be the grand conjunction, which is, uh, Jupiter, um, Saturn and Pluto, um line being completely aligned during the winter solstice which is also tied to the moon and when the or when also with the sun that the sun dying and hanging in the southern cross for three days and then it makes its next past you know so there this hasn't happened in three thousand years apparently from what i've gathered um and it happens three times this year and we had a big um uh uh, what do you call it? Big, um, oh my God, I'm forgetting the word. When, when the sun is blocked out, we had a big one this last year. Yeah. We had a big eclipse, um, this last year that was very big and they, you know, they were spraying chemtrails to where everyone can't see the sky clock in these last, you know, last year and this year. And they just, uh, they're flooding the sky right now. So you don't pay attention to it. And I think what it could be is because of these solar minimum and maximums, these grand solar minimums and maximums where the sun is making its pass. So the sun and the moon are, you know, when it's summertime, the sun's a lot closer and the shit's cooking the ground. It's because it's a lot closer in its cycle, but whenever it goes farther away um, in the winter time, it's cold, you know, the sun's farther away. It's making the outer um, solar cycle, So what I think is happening is that there's these 200 and 400 uh, year solar minimums and maximums where the ground can get too hot because of the sun, um, the sun changing, you know, there's, and it sounds insane because you guys just have to do your own research, but there apparently wasn't a moon at one point, you know, the moon. uh, Yes, dude. Nobody knows that. There was two suns, no moon. And, you know, there's all these encodings to the black sun and, and how they pervert it in showing that it's a yellow. But really, the sun right now is putting out white light. When you sun gaze, you can see that it is pretty much white. And during, right before sunset, um, you'll see that there's a change in the aura and that becomes golden. That's where that yellow reference comes in. So I think that it can literally... If you were sun gazing and, you know, everyone used to be apparently a sun worshiper, right? You know, sun, uh, sun. Yeah. So you look into the sun uh, because Santos Wenatchee came and told us that we should
0: start looking into the sun.
3: Sun gazing is extremely healthy for you. um, uh, If you know how to do it, you know, I know Santos said that you can uh, stare at the sun whenever, but he's very seasoned. He's been doing that for, I'm sure, a very long time. What I would suggest is that when you're looking at the sun, you start a sun gazing, you want to do it at like the first five to 10 minutes of sunrise and sunset. Um, And so, and the reason being, it's because it doesn't have a lot of energy being pumped out and you can look directly at it. It just takes about three seconds of, you know, if you start out and you're like, all right, I'm doing it. And you open your eyes, it'll take about three seconds to get past that initial like, oh shit. And then after that, you can literally stare at it like you're staring at the moon. Um, And so what happens is you'll see that there's not just one light, you know, there's, first of all, there's two lights just with the sun and the moon. The moon's its own luminary and that's measurable with the moon light being colder than the moon shade. And then uh, how that is drawing up the energy. And that's why we call it the harvest moon because there's many references Harvest Moon represents the moon pulling up your nutrient density to the top of the plant and then you would harvest it in the moonlight because of that reason. Because the moon is out during harvest time, which would be around October, September, um, and some things November. And it would be pulling the energy up to the top of the plant and you would harvest it then. That would be you know, a massive difference in your nutrient density for your crop. And so what that also means is that the moon is pulling up energy you know the moon is an energy sucker and it's it was in, put in place i believe when saturn went away in the mythology is that the the luna took the replace of saturn um and that now we have these two luminaries and they're always trying to go back to that saturn babylonian whatever time period so yeah. what i'm trying to say is that we don't know a lot about our cosmology and there's benefits of uh, looking at the sun. And when you do that, it'll literally open up your third eye. And when you do that, you understand when you're looking at the sun that there's these reference, there's these other lights coming out. Like the sun looks.
1: Oh, he's breaking up again. You're breaking up. Bud.
3: There's a, Can you hear me?
1: Uh, yeah, we can hear you, but now you're now it looks like you're trying to deep throw something. It's very oh, weird.
3: That's great. Um, <laughs> um, so to just cut it quicker, is that when you actually pay attention to the sun and you know that it's not bad to look at it, and it could literally give you vitamin D three, and the serotonin receptor gets filled up, and it balances your endocrine system. Um, you might have epiphanies. More often, as you're looking at it, you're like, Oh shit, the back What time
1: and- of the day, Chris, should you do this? What time are you thinking?
3: First five to 10 minutes, and the last five to 10 minutes. But, but, guess guess what was
1: that? Nine in the morning, eight in the morning, no, seven in the right morning? Six. Like six in the morning?
3: Yeah, when Enough. when you can see the sun.
1: Okay, um, so we're going to do that. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm waking up at 6 in the morning. I'm going to see when the sun comes up. I'm going to stare right into it. If I go blind, it's on you, Chris. No, i can. Guys, yeah. I have some breaking news. Chris, thank you for doing this. I have some breaking news. YouTube has just wiped off the Meet the Strackenbackers episode. You cannot find 303. Oh, hold on. You cannot find 304 on the YouTube channel now. It has officially been wiped off. So, man, that's so interesting because everything else is there. And it's just like that. That's you know, a heavy that was episode. when we talked about who Hitler's real family was. So, very interesting. Thank you, YouTube,
3: for being
1: the 1984 <laughs> uh, Department of Propaganda. We appreciate you for trying to control everything.
3: Yeah. Why can't you exchange just ideas? You know, yeah. it was like nervous to, you know, you're obviously nervous to talk about things openly to where people can just access it and then base everything that was heard in that episode or whatever, that that's who you are. And why can't we just be a conduit of information, you know, tapping into that ether information and allowing it to flow. It doesn't have to be bad. You can, you can question narratives because they're all theories. Because if, if we got this all, all this shit figured out, you know, what are we striving to do? Why is everyone striving to do something every day? What's the point? You know, is it just because, uh, someone said consumerism is, is how you get up to the top, top. You know, if you, uh, get into, if you immerse yourself in these ways of, of, Whatever it is, you know, if you dumped yourself into um, going through the system of of college in in general, and you find out that some of the shit that you thought was 100% what it was supposed to be isn't. And that it was a theory based off of uh, some guy who was uh, tied into, you know, the Jesuits or whatever, and how they had to cover up history, you know?
1: I have a friend of mine that's freaking out right now. For some reason, he got into conspiracies. He's not a conspiracy guy, <laughs> and he started doing conspiracies. And man, he said he was starting to fu- weird out because he had supported all these people like the the, 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 the Clintons, the, the Roman Catholic Church, all these things that he, as he's learning, he like turned out not to be what he's, and he's kind of freaking out. Just like I freaked out at my baby's diaper right now. So it's like he's having a weird moment. Chris, I got to go. The babies are yeah. going nuts. We're going to set up another thing for you. Get you right back in.
3: One more time where they can find you. Um, I, I don't have the the website fully done. My wife has been working on it a lot. But Awakened Optimal Health um, is where you can find. Um, I teach yoga. Um you know, uh, health, uh, a lot of this comes down to what you put in your body and how that resonates. And so my wife has a lot of knowledge on that. So do I, um, my Instagram is Chris Wayne 92. So you could check that out. I haven't been posting a lot of anything and I don't really post a lot of this stuff at all. Anyways, it's all health oriented, but, um, yeah, you could find me there. Otherwise I'm going to start trying to put out this information more, um, on my own and, Start up a little podcast podcast, to a podcast. You'd be great at it.
1: XG, tell them where they can find you.
0: What's up at XG, mark the spot on on any social media.
1: XG, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Johnny, tell them where they can find you.
2: At Johnny Woodard on Twitter, at Johnny A. Woodard on the gram.
1: Guys, it's been a pleasure. We got a great week coming up for you. got two more amazing shows. Again, if you would like me to promote your small business, Tweet at me the name of the business, what it does, and why I should promote it, and I will do that this week. we got two more shows. You guys are the best. XG, Johnny, always a pleasure. Chris, always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk again this week. We'll do it again soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. We we appreciate you. Hopefully, after May 1st, if the asteroid meets, misses, we'll get back to being in the studio because I miss being in the studio doing the show. All right? I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Great job, everybody.
2: Thank you, guys. We go
1: deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mic. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional idea.